what do you think of my new t-shirt uh it's not your best <laughs> you want to describe it for the audience matt's wearing a white t-shirt with a cuddly teddy like a brown <laughs> like a sugary golden brown bear holding a pink rose and has a light pink ribbon and a pink butterfly mm-hmm. and is sitting in a nest of blue and pink flowers yeah. um and it's signed by joseph missy joan Mar- joan mary yeah like it's okay <laughs> i think it's got a nice thick collar True. But it's a little bit small, Mm -hmm. which we agreed. I was a bit disappointed when I saw it. I like flopped them both out of my bed and I was like, hmm, that Mm. one's too big and this one's too small. (laughs) It's a tough game. It's a tough game. I got these fucking from overseas, you know. From the US, right? From the USA. From Find BK. From Find BK. (laughs) Now we're friends, dude. We've been chatting because he's like... He's like, fuck, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that you have to do this. And he's like, I'm going to go back tomorrow. And he sends me a picture of like the UPS shop. And he's like, it's closed. <laughs> and I'm like, try again tomorrow, bro. It's like, why are you? It's like, I saw in your Instagram message, you're like, yeah, fuck that. And I'm like, why are you like swearing with the <laughs> t shirt guy? Yeah, yeah. It got to the stage where we're like swearing about stuff now. He's like, I fucking, I lost like $500 worth of merch like recently. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck that, bro. I'm like on his side, you know. Yeah, you got to be on his side. I walked into your house today after my beautiful bike ride. Mm-hmm. You had fucking bunch of bunch of treats and, <laughs> and snacks. So many snacks and from treats from the government. Should I tell that story too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tell us what you bought with your Coles voucher. Okay, so I got like a it's called like a support act grant, which was like anyone who could prove that they were a professional musician at some point in the last, you know, 3 or 4 years or whatever, impacted by COVID got like a nice bit of money in the lockdowns like last year. Um, and it was cool. It helped me buy like a really nice piece of equipment, a synthesizer that I've been using a lot. But I saw on Instagram, someone else that got it was like, hey, there's like a Christmas present in your emails. Go and look. And I look and it's like a $75 Kohl's voucher. And um, I remembered on the way up in the lift today from going to do get like my veggies for dinner and stuff tonight. And I was like, oh, fuck, I've got $75 just sitting on my phone for, for Coles. And I'm like about to pass it. So I hit the level one button and I go out and I'm like, cool, I'm going to go and get myself like something nice from Coles. You know, like maybe they have a big pot. So I go and I'm like, there's a toothbrush for $75. It's like one of those sexy, like, you know, electric ones. I'm like, cool, maybe I could do that. Or I can just like pig out and just buy whatever, like whatever comes to my mind as I pass the shelf. And I fucking, I was like, fuck it, I don't need a toothbrush. So I got the $1 like <laughs> new toothbrush. And then I was like, cool, okay, what have we got here? And I like bought two bars of chocolate, which was like really funny to me for some reason. And then I like went past the pickles and they were on special. And I was like, fuck it, get two jars. <laughs> and it, was, it started making me like crack up. I don't know what about it, but I felt like a child. I had like, you know, mummy's $100 bill or something. <laughs> And I had to start looking at my phone because I was like laughing out loud in the store and I didn't want to just be laughing about nothing. So I started looking at my phone as if someone was sending me funny messages. <laughs> People were like, what the fuck is this guy laughing about? I got like Tupperware. I got some nice French cheese. <laughs> I got like brownie mix and shit. It was really fun. It was yeah. so much fun. It's funny now, like <laughs> as an adult, like when you go to the shop, like, Every like one in four trips, I'll do a little bit of that. I when I realize that I don't have to like just buy 
like good shit or yeah. I don't have to like it doesn't have to be boring yeah but it still feels like maybe that's a good sign that it feels exciting when I'm like oh I could just like buy a block of chocolate like <laughs> yeah, whoa exactly, like, yeah. and I could just have it yeah like, totally what yeah. the fuck yeah yeah we're allowed to eat like cake for dinner if we want to yeah but we don't we don't really want to there's this like on on the way between Ashfield to Stanmore, like you go past Lewisham Station, and you know those like little like paths. There's like a little path that right next to the school, and you wouldn't even know it was there. But the yeah. map took me there, and it's like you have to like oncoming um, pedestrians, you have to like go single file. Uh-huh, but I yeah. love those little like hidden nooks and passageways. Is it like by the railway? That's like literally right next to the Lewisham station. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And you come out on the Petersham yeah. side. It's so cool around here cycling. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And then I was, I was thinking, like, for some reason, I walked past this family, like, dad in, like, what's that, like, khaki, like, shorts and shirt? It's like a mm, father wear. Yeah, but it was like more techie <laughs> than that. It was like bushcraft shit. Oh, yeah, cool. But he was just yeah. casual and he had a couple of dogs with him and like his mom and then a yeah. little kid, little seven-year-old boy uh-huh. wearing like those hippie elephant pants, <laughs> which was like, I don't know, unusual. Yeah, that like, is unusual. They're like yeah. a bush family. They're like, they're like yeah, yeah, shit. okay. They're probably yeah. from like the mountains or something. Yeah. And then for some reason, I saw one of the, the like teen brother, the like older one. Maybe he had like an earring. He looked kind of cool. And something about like the way they just were as a family on the street as I was cycling past, like they seemed really carefree. Hmm. And it like something ticked over in my head. I was like, damn, like we're really starting to like settle into a post COVID mm. groove. Yeah. Like something just about seeing the way they were, like a little bit of weight was lifted mm. and plus the sun as well. Mm. So yeah, Beautiful. I thought I thought we could talk a little bit about like our top post COVID vibes. Yeah. Absolutely. Ish. Yeah. At least it feels that way right now. But like what shit have we been able to do in the last month like i still keep like recognizing like we had like a party on the weekend yeah and like we were talking about afterwards it was like yeah it was probably like for some people like the first time they'd been in someone's house like a yeah. new person's house yeah with, like 10 or so people yeah and like not had to worry like yeah we didn't even have to mention it yeah which was true. Just, it didn't even come up it didn't even didn't cross even come our up once minds. yeah which was so dope. cool so yeah have you got anything handy um okay so um the, f- the first one was definitely like crossing the road to go into prop gallery. Um, like we were all very excited to go and see a show like that. You know, it was um, bustling with people. We should say prop is a new gallery in Ashfield, mm. like right fucking next to my house, which yeah. is dope. I walked past it today when I was yeah. taking my break. Um, yeah. It was their first ever show. Right. Okay. And um, yeah, it was like the the exhibition opening. And yeah, it was like pumping. It was so much fun. And and yeah, just like walking right up to this like throng of people and like knowing a couple of people in the crowd. Like, wow, what a cool feeling, you know, no masks, just people enjoying themselves. And yeah, it was cool. It was like nice compact space. So there was time to see, like there was, you know, you didn't have to spend a whole hour trying to see everything. You like you can go and take it in and then chat. And yeah, it was just such a fucking lovely vibe. And then um, Mardi Gras felt really good too. The next night was just like a blast. Like some friends were in town from Melbourne and like Newcastle. And yeah, we just all like, we were really gassing each other up and having a, like a lovely time at the Red Rattler. Saw a bunch of music. And um, yeah, it was beautiful. It was fucking so cool. Everyone was just like so at ease. It was very chilled. And lovely, you know, we I, we all wanted to go and dance, and we kind of missed our opportunity because by the time the bands finished, it was like, all right, where are the kick-ons at? Like people weren't really thinking of the clubs, but anyway, it was fucking beautiful, and I loved it. Good, I'm glad. I think I had this like thing wash over me of like, damn, like 
Yes, of course. Like humans, we're so adaptable. Like we'll just fucking keep moving. Like mm. we're literally like from one week to the next. Like no matter what happens, like mm. we're just like okay, yep. okay, okay. Yep. I accept this totally. And like whatever, like psychological shit is happening in the background. Yeah. Like you just kind of like deal with that yep. almost subconsciously. Yeah. But this wave of like fuck, like we're peering out of something like extremely significant, and like the like subtle or not so subtle like bodily and psychological ramifications of the last two years. Mm. Like, I just had this moment like in bed, like I was like, damn, like, you yeah, know, that, that, yeah, it was like a big fucking deal because like, it took so long to unfold it. Like, I think people like have forgotten how much of a big fucking deal it was. Like it takes so, it took so long to ramp up and so long to come down from it. And look, I don't know if that's the end of it, but like, you know, whatever, we're we're acting like it is. Or it feels like we're gonna have at least a little while. Yeah. Um, like for example, comparing it to like this war in Ukraine right now, like it just happened. Like it's just on, you know. I mean, if you were really like hip to the geopolitics, you probably could have seen it coming or whatever. But you know, that's like it it is also a very defining moment of our generation, probably already. Um, like people talked about nine eleven and shit, like um but yeah, I think people were like like not maybe feel, people maybe didn't feel like they could give themselves a pat on the back to be like cool like i did the fucking worst part of covid and like it's kind of in the rearview mirror now and like thank god you know like i think like at the moment like that is is a is a huge story that's just like tapering off and we're only like yeah it's kind of like the opposite of the frog in the boiling water right like we didn't even realize that the pool was nice to swim in again. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and it's cool. Um, it's yeah. good in a way because it it's like people are making jokes about, oh, you won't know how to like talk to your fucking friend's housemates anymore. You mm. won't know how to like go to a party. But yeah. it doesn't seem like, or go to a gig. Yeah. It doesn't seem like anyone's forgot. Like it's super natural. Yeah. Like totally. super chill. Yeah, it's like riding yeah. a bike, huh? Yeah. I actually have something on that Ukraine. And I don't think, I think this is going to be a surprise to you, Aiden, because I haven't prepped you for this. Um, but it's kind of a cool like uh, intersection of these two like very different worlds. Like, so um, in Lviv, which is one of the big cities, um, it's where people are being evacuated to like internally in the country. So it's still in Ukraine, um, and people at one of the biggest like centers for housing people and like sorting out where to go and the humanitarian stuff is an is the art center in Lviv. Like a big, it's like going to the MCA to do it. Isn't that interesting? So it's like, um, I was just kind of thinking like, what are the, like, uh, is the art still up? You know, like, like what are the implications of that? Like, you know, we're all, we're always like crying about big art institutions, but then it's like, it's also a good big building. That's like, you know, hard to miss. And like, yeah. you know, it's good, good for putting signs on and like, yeah. It's got like weird rooms to, to house <laughs> you in. Yeah. We'll stick you in the fucking horror, the 13th century black period room. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting yeah, I like it. I mean, like, of course. Like, it makes so much sense that, like, these things are just buildings at the end of the day. I was thinking that this segment would be, like, we're raiding pizza from shops. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Like, you know, shop pizzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can also have a home pizza. Yeah. But it has to be a category of home pizza. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can't just be like, I fucking did this recipe. We're not talking about recipes. Yeah, we're not talking about recipes, but there are obviously like genres of home pizza okay. that people will so make let's, for you. So let's do our thing and let's make it Sydney. Like where is the worst pizza that you can remember ever having? 
We're going from worst to best, right? The the F tier. Probably the worst pizza, and I think everyone agrees, is kebab shop pizza. Okay. Manoush is a fucking... Manoush is not a kebab shop. Manoush is a pizza shop. Manoush no, Pizzeria. Yeah, it's primarily known for their pizza. Okay. I don't think they sell kebabs. They do sell kebabs. I've had a kebab from them. Are you them. sure? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Manoush is a pizza shop. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah. can we agree that okay kebab like I kebab mean kebab pizza ke- proper kebab shop like, okay their main to be honest, thing is yeah. kebabs and then they have like a weird pizza that sits that's there like all warmed day. up yeah I might go for one of those over the kind of place where it's like there's they seem to be everywhere for some reason and I don't know how they're still in business but it's like one old Italian guy in a darkened restaurant with like one chair and one, you know, two chairs at a table. And he's like somehow there like one night a week, you know, and they have like a crappy neon sign in the window. Like there's heaps. There's like Alberto's. There's one here. Glenn lives above one. Torino pizza. Alberto's actually looks kind of good. I've never been there, but I almost went in. It's not that good. Actually looks kind of good. Okay, well, we'll anyway, I had a fucked up kebab pizza. It had like donna meat on it like the end of the day donna meat and it just tastes funky (laughs) like the meat on those pizzas are funky and they're so big and cheesy it's just fucked yeah i think that's the bottom okay let's say that's the bottom okay i think we can agree there okay cool then what what comes right after that i mean epic pizza is fucking awful too i've never had epic pizza but you know detroit pizza by the slice slice, that's pretty bad as well yep okay i'm gonna guess that that's as shit as epic pizza yeah oh yeah totally so they can be on a tier of their own yeah i would rather have detroit than epic though are they in different tiers though or are they just is that like they're in they're they're in the same tier yeah cool and then i think now this is a tricky one Mm. Now we have Domino's and Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. I think they're on a tier. Mm-hmm. And Which would you rather? You bro, I don't Domino's. think I've had Pizza Hut like since I was a kid, so I don't even know. I think you would rather Domino's. Domino's is like decent shit. Like sometimes Domino's is decent. Sometimes it works. We had Domino's when we got COVID. Um, remember? I, I had a delivery today where I rocked up at the same time as the guy's Domino driver rocked up. It was so funny. Nice. <laughs> he was like, cool. I'll take the pizza. I'll take the meat. You get like a pizza for like four bucks at Domino's for these days. It's crazy. If you walk to the place, yeah, yeah it's really cheap. And then, Just don't get it delivered. Then I'm going to say the next tier up is crust. And now we're also potentially getting into oh, yeah. homemade pizzas. Oh, yeah, true. Because like, yeah, yeah, true. If, if you're a homemade pizza is like as good as crust, okay. You're doing good. Yeah, that's that's good. That's right? the next tier, right? If you can make a crust pizza in your house, you're like, fuck yeah. You know what's fucked about you're crust? You're putting though? that on your Instagram for sure. You right? know what's <laughs> fucked about crust? Tell me. And this is why they're in, like, because so far we've talked about pizzas that aren't really pizza. Yeah. We've talked about, like, these are all bad pizzas. True. They're like, including yeah. crust is a bad pizza, in my opinion. Absolutely. And the reason it's fucked I is the I used to base. like it, though. The base is fucked. What? I haven't had it in, like, 10 years it's really weird i had one like last week and it's like when you look at it on like side profile yeah it looks like bread from like um yeah like coals or something like from the coals bakery <laughs> where it's been like kneaded by a machine yeah it's like the so same like gummy t- yeah 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 it's like crappy garlic bread or something like it's, the, it's no, really it's gummy bread. on the yeah, base like it's been overdeveloped it. gluten. and it. then the crust isn't really a crust it's like a crunchy cracker uh-huh. they don't even make a crust really so it's not like crusty on the outside and soft on the inside of that 
outer. A tiny bead. bit, a tiny bit, but it's mostly maybe, like maybe your kitchen, your crust kitchen. Cracker. Which crust did you Bro, go to? I've had crust. I usually get it from Croydon. <laughs> All right, Croydon crust. And We're fucking coming for I you. I reckon dude. maybe. Damn, that's a good one. We have Rocket Boy. Sorry, is that on the same tier or uh, Rocket Boys? Tier? Rocket Boys. Well, I'll defend them here. I'll go into bat for them here. Yeah. The Rocket Boy Newtown Brunch and I have an understanding that every month on. Well, this was when I was living in Newtown. I'm gonna order a fucking large pepperoni and eat it to myself while like smoking weed and playing video games. You know, this was during the lockdown. I, I did a lot of that. Pretty good. And uh, it was always like hot and like really fucking quick. And it was like, yep, this is a pizza. Like. It was like better than I could do at home. Again, though, base. There's no. It base. wasn't better than I could do at home. It was just like better than I could do at home without much planning. But the you know? base is still a like crunchy cracker for some reason. Yeah, the, the base was definitely a crunchy cracker. Yep. Okay, and then you get into People like, like real pizza. Rocket Boy were like Rocket Boy totally capitalized on the like pendulum swing away from the Pizza Hut stuffed crust shit. Right? They're like we're the modern new pizza shop that's not Pizza Hut. I don't really know where I sit between crust and Rocket Boy. I think I like have to go crust is better than Rocket Boy because then you start factoring in the price. Whoa. I don't think Rocket Boy's worth the extra yeah, 10 bucks. True. It's a very expensive pizza. Hey. For what it is, like yeah. I don't think it's worth an extra 10 bucks. Sometimes I'm like, you guys overcooked this one. And I don't like the branding. Yeah. You don't like the branding? No. I kind of it's really it's invisible ugly. to me now. It's mad ugly. Okay. Let's go up a tier. What tier are we on now? Now we have we're real the, pizzas. We're on the, the, the C tier, the B tier. I think we're on like one from the top. Whoa! Already? No way! We've gone through so quick. many tiers. That was too quick. I we can't go think from of any more. We pizzas. can't go from. Well, hang on. Let's. Well, okay. So yeah, there's, there's one more. So and wait, then no, I've the got another one. Pizza. I've got another one. These pizzas. It's funny because you actually don't see them on the outside of the building. They're like, oh, and our pub has a fucking fire oven, and we do like pretty good pizzas like oh, yeah, yes true. they're kind of expensive but they're getting good ingredients the chef's fucking there tossing the dough you know like the fucking doesn't the uh public house in petersham do like they do okay pizzas Apparently, i'm never, never getting one. one again but the pizzas are okay better than rocket boy they're better than rocket boy okay yeah i'll give you the pub pizza yeah as a tier. So, so it's like pub pizza and then like other things it's like it's a restaurant and like yeah we do we do like pizza, a good you know. pub like it's a nice pub. Yeah, it's like a nice pub. I reckon some pubs' pizzas are worse than some Rocket pubs would Boy. be right at the bottom. Yeah. There's there may even be depths below the F tier where we started that we don't true. even know about yet. True, true, true. Or that our brains have repressed. I did a big tour through fucking rural thing for the Jimmy Barnes job that I had. I definitely ate some crappy pizza that my brain has like made me forget about. Okay, so there's the pub pizza. That's the C tier. Now we're talking about B tier. B tier, I want to say, is that place that you go to in Newtown that you like. And, like, I know it must be decent. Which place? It's, like, it's a fucked up place with a really ugly mural, like, halfway down King Street. And I think that was, like... Oh, Russell Antico. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon we're it's on that It's got the big, tier. like, dumb... Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. They're, what like... It? It's, like, a mum and, like, a kid... It's, like, a house is floating away or something. And someone's flying on yeah, the Yeah, that fucking... That... Guys, that's not art. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I hate sorry to break it to you, but you, that does you know not count as art. I have a very broad definition. I will call anyone an artist, but whatever that is, <laughs> it's like I met like yeah a, a number so of muralists lately, so it's hard to <laughs> talk know if I can get away shit. with that one. No, you can get away with it, but it's funny. I'm kidding. With it's only a, this is a uh, probably three degrees of separation chest. away from the person who painted. Maybe it. maybe I already know them. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. So. 
what else is that? Like, Ross, we could put, I, I, would put I was going to, I was going to put that. Okay. Fuck. Where, where is it? Where are we going at the top? You might have to lead me to the top of this mountain, Aiden. Cause don't you think GG's and, and. Oh Ross yeah. Antico? Those. So yeah, those guys are, are, are pretty close together. They actually both are going for the same thing. And like, here's a little funny distinct. So we're getting into the, the territory now where it's like, but what type of pizza? Because both of those places do Napoli pizza, pizza di Napoli. And like, Gigi actually had one of the, like, the the ancient man from the fucking pizza guild come out and, like, anoint their wood yeah. fire oven. Fucking so they've got 30. the, yeah, they got, they got the fucking certificate five in yeah. actual pizza, which is cool. Uh, um, but then this is where, like, the arguments really come in. It's like, what type of dough is it? Is it sourdough or is it a yeast? Is it Naples style or is it Roman style or, like, some other fucking... It's just Naples style is going to be the best for me any day. I mean, yeah, me too, but... Yeah, so, okay, that's B tier. Yeah. Now we're talking about A tier. Yeah, like best pizza in Sydney. Best pizza in Sydney that you can, that you know about. Yeah, but like it doesn't get that much better because the best pizza is like the simplest pizza as well. Okay, tell, so tell me what it is. It's not like... Tell me what it is. Well, I don't even fucking know the name of this place, but there's two. Okay. So I reckon now we're getting to like Pizza Madre. Ah, yeah, I haven't actually eaten there yet. Pizza Madre is really good, run yep. by the same kitchen as Two Chaps, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. In Marrickville, yeah. right by where we used to live. Yeah. Like, veggio shit, like, mm-hmm. super cool, like, local ingredients. They don't do meat? Nah, no, no meat. Oh, cool. I think Two Chaps is the same, it's just vegetarian, That's like, full right, yeah. produce led. Yeah. But I actually think they get a bit too complex with their shit. That's the classic feeling yeah. of pizza. They, and vegan and veggio shops in general... Can I just do my little sidebar mini rant right now? Go on. It's like, yeah, we're a vegan restaurant. And then and then they fucking make everything, like, try to taste like meat. They bend over backwards to, like, make it look like and taste like meat. It's like, okay, whatever. I thought we were off that shit anyway. And then, like, all the vegetables are hidden in things and, like, rolled in things. And, like, there's all these, like, weird, like twists and turns we take away from vegetables, which we're supposed to be into as vegans. I'm not a vegan. And I never have been. And I don't know if I ever will be. But that pisses me off. I would totally go and eat at all these places if, I mean, some of them, if one of them did like, this is just the best roast broccoli that we can do. It's like, I mean, Madre does do that. It's like roast asparagus with fucking lemon and salt. And like, you're going to love it. It's real. We found it like, yeah, we got it yesterday from the farm. You know, like that's sick to me. Like that's cool food, you know? Of course. And that they, uh, that, that is their like go-to. Okay, cool. Well, I just good mean, on you, Madre. Sometimes there's like too many vegetables on the pizza. This is the classic like home cook fuck up. It's like your oven's only so strong and then you layer on like all these strange ingredients. You're like, I have carrots. You look at a carrot in the fridge. You're like, fuck, these are so healthy. I'm going to get so healthy and I'm, I'm going to have my naughty pizza, but I'm going to do it in a healthy way. And then you've got shredded carrot on. You've got fried egg or something on there. you got like eggplant and shit. Like none of it is ever going to cook in your tiny little oven. I'm sorry. But that's just how it works. It's like Australian a, pizza too. Yeah. Is a stacked. Yeah. Air quotes. Australian pizza. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. Australian pizza is like, it's like a pizza bake. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little, yeah. It's like a pie. Yeah. It's like a pie. Yeah. I think, and then the best pizza, like, I, I don't know. Okay, wait. I, drum roll. Go wait, on. Do a, Matt, in the editing, do a uh, fucking. I don't know. I think the best pizza is in Haberfield at this restaurant called La Disfida. This is the S tier now. That's just my, that's, that's my take. All right. Well, that's I haven't it. even been to this place. It's just a simple Napoli style pizza. You get a margarita, 
maybe a margarita with prosciutto. Yep. That's it. That looks Comes cool. out in five minutes, like nice. as if you're in fucking Italy. Yep. So simple. Yep. It's like 25 bucks. Yep. Fucking all about the base, sauce, and cheese. Fucking you eat it, you walk away. Yep. You know? it's, we might be, it sounds almost like an appeal to authority, like a fallacy, or like we're doing like really obvious, like middle of the road takes about this. But yeah, like the Italians invented it and they really figured out how to do it the best. And when you go to Naples, like most of the places, they're like, do you want the red one or the one with red and cheese? Like literally, they're like, do you want a marinara or do you want a fucking margarita? Like sit down and take a ticket. Literally, when, when we went there, it was like, take a ticket. And they were like, number 20, number 21. They were saying this in Italian, number 22. And we look at the ticket and it's like number 86. And we're like, okay, we're going to uh, go get a beer. Yeah. But yeah, it was, you know, they limit your choices because they know. They've, they already figured it out. They've had 400 years or something what to figure this out. The Australian predilection towards fucking heaping those pizzas on. <laughs> I made pizzas for like a family camping trip and there was like 20 of us. Yeah. And I like oh brought God. like yeah. nice... As soon as Aiden started telling me this story, I knew exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> I bought like beautiful buffalo mozzarella and I brought... And it's weird because my family's like into cooking, like my extended family. And I brought like... Yeah, I made the dough and I brought like just like San Marzano to tomatoes and some anchovies and i'm like mm-hmm. this is the pizza mm-hmm. and then everyone was like well i brought fucking cabanossi and i brought barbecue oh sauce wait 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 describe how thick the cabanossi was <laughs> the cabanossi was like an inch <laughs> the cabanossi was like little cabanossi towers <laughs> no like rounds but like of the cabanossi it was only chopped like four times and then everyone was like drunk and it was like and wait Wait, listener, wait till you hear the fate of these pizzas. It was like the ultimate, like, fucking, yeah, what is it? It's like punishment by greed. Mm. By the end of the day, when we were trying to get them, like, on the peel and into the fucking oven, because they were so heavy, <laughs> no one's pizzas were, like, coming out clean. Like, they weren't cooking. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, I just crumbling. And it was, yeah. like, 10 o'clock, dark. Yeah. So, fuck it. Like... I don't give a shit about like tradition. I don't give a shit about Italy. Like mm. I haven't even been there like almost mm. on purpose. Mm. It's true. I don't give a fuck about your stupid pizza rules. Okay. Whoa. But for real, real talk, like that type of pizza, like a margarita even or a, or a marinara mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. without the cheese. Mm-hmm. And like when it comes out quick and hot. And you just fucking eat it like no fuss. Like Holy it's not shit. even a whole sit down meal. Yeah. That just felt like really like what the essence of it is meant to be. Yeah. And that's on. like also what's happening in like New York pizza. Right? We were ju- I like was just about when you were saying that the like mutant ninja turtle pizza like came to my brain. And that is it's kind of its own school of thought like amongst those like because like they can totally do those like S tier top super special tier pizzas too right but i don't think we've had one of those have, like if you, you had a, new york like a really good new york style pizza no yeah me neither mm, new york awaits they keep, they, keep it simple. they keep it simple they keep it simple hey whoa we're making pizza over here Cool. Okay, so that's the pizza report, and now we're going to move on to what shows have you been seeing recently? 
It was a it was a lovely raining night as we've been having. Now in retrospect, it seems like oh, isn't that nice? It was all raining cute, <laughs> but at the you. time we were like, oh, fuck this! The fucking Bible is opening. It was up. like the flood warning day in Sydney. It was, like, one it was of the kind of dangerous. Days, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it was fucking sick. We bumped into an old high school friend of Aiden's, um, and they uh, at Dan. What's Dan's last name? Ward. Dan Ward. It's a nice name, and um, they read some poetry they did like the show text you know and they read for the show so there was a bunch of us like squatting on the concrete floor it was this, like in this room it was like one of the rooms right yeah and exactly. one of like the most prominent artworks in this room mm. and i think they read like a couple like a story and a poem and then this like acrostic like the poem that was about um this work yeah which was quite cool yeah do you still have exactly. a copy of that they also printed yeah. out the poem yeah which it's, was it, nice it's in the car yeah some old guy wanted me to fight that fight. Wanted to fight me about that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was like no one wants to pick up the like. Oh well, we'll start from the beginning. So okay. we we walk in. Well, let's just describe the room. So like we walk in and there's a sculpture at the end. There's a big photograph and then a big like um I guess you could call it like a collage, but it was like in fabric or something. Um, it was like a fabric collage. Um, and on the floor, closer closer to the door was like. Um, yeah, this big sort of A3 sheet in blue. Oh, yeah, and the whole room is, like, blue artworks. Like, blue sculpture, blue or black and white photo, and blue, like, textiles. Very cool. We like the blue theme. Actually, seems to be coming up a lot recently. Anyway, um, on the floor is, like, a blue page, and it's got a rock on it to, like, hold the papers from uh, flying away in the breeze. It's like the, the room notes or whatever, but this is what Dan had written. And then Aiden goes to get one, and then what happens? This guy was all excited that I was like moving the rock and then he like <laughs> saw that it was his chance that he could get one. But of course, no one took them. One, because they're a bit too big to carry and they were going to get wet. Mm -hmm. But also because no one likes to disturb things in the gallery because mm, some part of you is like, can I touch that? Mm -hmm. um, and this guy, like I'm kneeling and I look and there's like an art dad like leering down at art me father yeah like this father art, who bro, art in heaven but aged <laughs> <laughs> like looked like a rich sydney guy with a like, golden scraggly aged hair art, bro. big ass aged art bro and he was like yo give me one of those and i already had two in my hand so he gave me one and then he was yeah, like, he make sure you put the rock back. And I was like, bruh, like I'm about <laughs> to put the fucking rock back. And I was like, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I was like, you're so not good. my real dad. You just are an art dad. You're not my fucking dad. Okay. You're not my dad, dude. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? Anyway, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I didn't like it. I, didn't I saw, like his yeah. attitude. I saw this like funny, like overly smiley in exchange happening from across the room. I was like, "What is this? What is going on here?" <laughs> I thought I thought the guy was trying to like make friends with you or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was. Maybe I snapped too early. You, no, maybe you, he was you, like, "That's that's a lovely rock." You like, put him in his rightful place. Nah, it's dude. chill. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we we should say the exhibition. I don't know. We should really do our homework, but the like artist it's like two artists mm. and their like collective name is ichikawa edwards cool so um yeah i think uh one is from japan and one is local mm -hmm. and i think they like work together mm. creating that stuff it was cool it was a really beautiful room it was like three works you know plus the text like so minimal and it's like kind of a triangular room too which had this nice kind of resonance about it so why don't we talk about the fucking the sculpture that, that Dan spoke about as well. Yeah. So the sculpture is um, thinner than it is 
wide, if that makes sense. Like it's it's quite thin and the thin end of it is presented to the doorway when you walk in. So you just kind of see essentially this this line, but then when you approach it, it's got all these curves and curly cues on it. Um, so it kind of opens up and expands as you approach it, which we thought was really fun. And then the the base of it is this kind of like, it reminded me of like beautiful sweeping like 1950s car design. Like it's kind of got that like, polished aluminium like almost like maybe airplane fuselage look and then the curls on top of it kind of like big ornate like filigree or something but no it's not ornate it's simple right like it's like almost like wind tunnel simple um blue curves um and yeah it was such a fun like beautiful kind of springing object that was Totally rigid, but also totally balanced and like, yeah, so playfully revealed like that. And yeah, it was given like kind of a lot of space, which was awesome. Like there was like a couple meters before behind the back wall. That's true. And it it has its own like big space. Yeah, yeah. No, it was sick. And it really like, because it was in, it was probably the smaller, it was a smaller room mm. and it was just so nice. It was such a cool, I noticed like, so Dan performed this poem and it was just beautiful like to inhabit that space with that sculpture hear the words and you know have 20 or so people kind mm. of just like having their like vibe informed by the presence of this sculpture yeah it's really um and the words yeah it was the first time we'd heard words in a room of people like that in so long man like yeah that was a post-covid moment actually that that was a total highlight true yeah it's a yeah it's a really exciting way to like explore what a work can do in a room you know, have it have it function like that, like as, you know, part of a performance. Yeah. I was hoping the poetry... Oh, yeah, it is. This was my favorite, like just the like the first couple of lines from the um, Blue Light poem that Dan read at the end. Only does old love in blue light exist. Blue is old red sometimes, faded into life and around the ankles. And how beautiful is that prayer? Cool. Cool. Do it we goes, get any audio we can drop in? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drop that audio in. Only does old love in blue light exist. Blue is old red sometimes, faded into life and around the ankles. And how beautiful is that prayer as in hold my cigarettes or sing this song with me? Yeah, hey, yeah. I said, mark a time to thank people for passing through. Mark a time to celebrate indeterminacy. I'm making a move. I'm always making a move. And in the blue light, we cannot see our body. Oh, we cannot see our veins. Uh, raining, it's uh, raining season. But we act as if we do. We tilt forward in acceptance. I am pleasure. I'm tolerable. I'm strewn out. I am unoccupied. For the days where I can only feel what you wish was you. When you look at me with the artificial hand the ghost, the old rumor's body, that we know of each other sometimes. How I reenact your anxieties in my own head, around my own. And that's how I know, although no love within us, but of course there is love in time. Meeting new people, it is around us. And when love is now invisible, it's always invisible, gentle blue is the memory fiber of old. But love is a pattern like skin connecting to the hostile and sometimes invaluable sun over the trees and sharp, precise, hot plastic. Cool. Um, and then? And then we fucking rode off into the night. Yeah. Gaily. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dan runs a poetry imprint called No More Poetry down in Melbourne, which we will add. Cool. Should we do like a quick peeve and wreck and yeah. then bounce? Yeah. We've never done peeves before. You want to do a peeve? Yeah. You got any peeves? Um, fuck. Mm. I got to... a peeve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my peeve is industrial noise, which just seems like it's all around me at the moment, which fucking sucks. Mm. But this guy had just like, I don't know what he, what, what's the tool you use? He was like, is it an angle grinder? He was just grinding. Like he was just cutting <laughs> concrete fuck yeah that's like, a concrete saw that's one of the worst ones. yeah he yeah, was just yeah. and i look over and i can see him from my balcony yeah. it's just there yeah. and it just like it's so it's almost artistic it's almost funny because <laughs> it just seems like you shouldn't be allowed to do that right like, no it just seems ridiculous it seems pointless like yeah. he's just like cutting concrete yeah for yeah, hours. yeah 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 it's so funny <laughs> it's like it took them all that time to get the concrete in there at the first place and now we're gonna cut it back again yeah i know it's like i there was some guys cutting concrete they call it concrete sawing as well because it's literally like a big circular saw yeah. and some of them like a lot of them actually run off of petrol so you have to also run a little <laughs> car while you're doing it the whole time <laughs> it's like two of the worst noises uh. um yeah some guys were like cutting up a driveway on my little walk to work and it was like like it was, it was only two days of it but every time i walked past them i was like guys like can't you just wait for me to walk past and then start up again please it's so funny yeah, fuck, that's annoying. yeah um yeah that's a good peeve dude that's a really good peeve thank you um my peeve here's my peeve my peeve is the like distinct powerful and upsetting smells that come from certain male deodorant brands yeah like like all those ones you you know that I'm I'm talking about like it's just like that the, the smell of that like puts all of the like male fragility like toxic masculinity shit like right up into my fucking nose where like I I have to deal with it <laughs> and I can't I can't even walk away from it like like someone somehow got one a bit of it on the like seatbelt in one of the cars at work and I was like oh my god dude like now I got to drive around the whole fucking day smelling this like it's just like something about those smells really fucking peeved me off. And like, I don't know what to do about it. There's nothing. All I have to do is suffer in silence. One of my, my locker in high school one year was like right next to a kid who like sprayed a shitload of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was and cool in high people school. people like thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That shit's fucked. I think those dudes like progress and then you're like subtle on the deodorant, yeah. but let's go big on like the fragrance. <laughs> and that's better. Yeah. Because usually the fragrances True. are nicer because they don't have that like yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Like, it smells like cleaning products. And yeah. There's like all these fucked like components of that smell, like the link yeah. smell. And then I saw someone had left a can of it in like the, the, the other van at work and it's the name of the flavor was Dark Temptation. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. It's like an old fat white guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was, he's not that fat, but I was like, this guy is has neither like of those adjectives like anywhere about him. Like, oh man, he's got such a dark temptation. Like who's saying that? Come on. It's just like, all I can think of is like being in high school when those things, it's like, yeah. I'm like smoking weed in my room and yeah. there's like an old school lunch in my backpack yeah. and like oh, fucking yeah, exactly. sock with yeah. cum on it and it just stinks. And you're like, you know what? Like this will fix it. Like, psh. I mean, yeah, it was like being in the locker rooms after PE class or whatever. And like every motherfucker is spraying there. There was only three or four flavors going at the time, but everyone was doing them at the same time. It was just like, Jesus. I can parlay this into my wreck. 
Oh yeah, cool. Deodorant okay. cream. Oh whoa, okay. I've been on the deodorant rank. cream for a What's, while. What's uh? You want to just do a quick sales pitch for it? It's just I don't know. I just like it. It feels like it's the least in- invasive deodorant. Mm-hmm. It's got like a little. It's got a really nice like bottle. You like twist it. And it like pushes the stick up and on the top of the like application part, the bit goes on your armpits, mm-hmm. are like a bunch of little holes. Oh, I so see. So, you know how yeah. like you can like squeeze a Vita wheat together yeah, yeah. and the butter comes yeah, up yeah. through the, that's how the cream comes uh-huh, up through. Uh-huh. And yeah. yeah, it just, I feel like it smells the best. I feel like it's the least invasive. Mm. I feel like it does a good job. Cool. Mm. Good wreck. Thank you. Um, my wreck is... Sorry to get fucking deep on your ass, but this is a, a book that you have given or not lent to me. Um, fuck, do I have to go and get his fucking name? No, I'll Google it. Ilya Kaminsky. Ilya Kaminsky. And it is called Dancing in Odessa. And it's such a cool collection of poems written in like, what, the 90s or 2000s or something. And um, this guy was like a teacher in America, but he was born in Odessa, which is a city in Ukraine. And it's like, such an amazing book it like oscillates between kind of this like blank verse and poetry or like prose almost and poetry um and yes it's got the most like imaginative imagery and like it's kind of got like lots of sexy lines too which is nice like bangers and then like tough stuff you know which is which is really exciting to read and like it's been a really nice like companion recently you know thinking about all these poor people in Ukraine. I'm a bit of a news junkie right now, so I'm like sort of empathizing with Ukrainian civilians. No, I'm really glad. I'm really glad that you had that book on the shelf at that time. It's mm. sick. I there was this fucking I can't even remember what it's called, but it was like a op shop in the UK, mm-hmm. and I used to like just that would be like my little treat when I'd go to oh, a cool. certain part of the UK, and they for some reason always had amazing poetry. Huh, cool. Like you can find op That's shops funny. with good books, but poetry. Yeah, it was in like Weird. North London, so like kind of a posh area. Um, yeah, and it was sick, and yeah, I'm glad that that book, it, you know, I picked mm. it up from there. It was its like second or however many live. Yeah, <laughs> read it in the UK, brought wow. it back here, lent it cool. to you, and I haven't read it that deeply, but I remember reading a few of the poems and being really moved by them. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's sick. Yeah, maybe we'll read some after dinner. We're, we're having pizza for dinner. I don't know if I said that. I'm hungry, Matt. Make me a pizza. Okay, it's time to go. Um, next week will be very much more art scene and Sydney scene focused. So. Um, so now you know it might be uh, yep it might be and it might very well be I think we have a movie review next week or is that this week that's this week stay tuned <laughs> our Instagram is hungup.au my name is Matt goodbye I'm Aiden goodbye <laughs>